0: Plushcare.com slash loss. Yo, what up? Welcome to Tevez of the Best. Today is Friday, September 25, 2020. My name is JC Tevez. Welcome to the podcast about my life and nothing else but stick around. You might learn something new. I made it in the nick of time. I told you I was going to record on a Friday. It's around 8 p.m. And I said, fuck, I told myself that I was going to record. I told all of you, all 20 of you who listened to me, that I was going to record So I'm here. I'm doing it for you. I'm doing it for me. I'm doing it for us. We're a team. Teamwork. Fist bump me. Yes, sir. All right. So anyway, happy Friday, everyone. We made it to the last, the last Friday of September. I mean, just think about it. It went January, February now. That's pretty much how it went, right? Like all the months in between, all the days in between from February twenty. Eight was it a leap year this year if it was then february twenty nine yeah I'm gonna look it up. was it it was a fucking leap year february twenty nine every day after february twenty nine it's all the same. It's like everything seems like it was so long ago, but it also seems like it was so yesterday does that make sense? does that make sense to anybody? Is it just me that feels that way like I feel I remember the first few days okay i guess one of the things i really remember is when the you know when the first quarantine was it gcq no no mecq or what's what's that one of the quarantines right when they when you couldn't leave the house anymore i remember the first week uh I, i was like all over instagram stories posting all these funny videos trying to keep it light and then the next week came and we're like oh yeah yeah you know we're almost there and I, cuz i remember right i remember it was like it was supposed to go on until the end of march or something and then they say okay they're probably going to go to gcq but then they extended it for like another 2 weeks or something like that and then it was around that point where all the days seemed to just be the same i mean even if you throw in that they you can you know people can go out now and go eat at restaurants some some can even go you know to entertainment establishments now for example Everything is all the fucking same, man. So we have made it to the end of September. Congratulations. We're still here. Goodness gracious. Hey, but happy weekend. Happy weekend, everybody. What do I want to talk to you guys about? Uh, I watched the Lakers game this morning. I know, more basketball talk. Uh, But I just want to say, the Denver Nuggets are a really fucking good team, even though they lost that whole game, that whole game, man. I was like, how are the Lakers still winning? Because the Denver Nuggets shot better than them, I think, on the field. The only, I guess, the only thing that the Lakers did really well was rebounding. I mean, overall rebounding, despite Anthony Davis only grabbing like two or three rebounds. What a! And every time Anthony Davis jumps, does anyone, uh, uh, does anyone who watches Anthony Davis feel me on this? Every time he jumps and lands. I feel like he's gonna break his legs. I know he's injury prone and whatever, but he's been relatively healthy this season. He did roll his ankle in the game earlier, but he was able to play out the end of the game. But every time he lands, I'm like, oh my god, please do not break your leg. Please do not tear your MCL or your, just, it's just watching him land is just like a scary thing. Same thing with Derrick Rose post injury. Every time I see him land, I'm like, oh my god, please do not hurt yourself there's just certain players that you're like oh my god I, I hope they don't get hurt when they fall so yeah lakers won congratulations you're mm, in my teeth mm, they're up 3-1 now i honestly think that this game this series could actually have been in denver's favor it should be i mean, i wouldn't say 3-1 denver but it, i i it should be at least 2-2 like there is no like they shouldn't have lost game two they just got bailed out by anthony davis they they won game three pretty convincingly and they should have won this one i honestly think they should have won game four but they got dicked by the refs lebron james they got lebron james lebron james got the superstar calls but of course you can't blame it all in the fouls you know if you look at the whole story of the series i think that in terms of fouling they're around equal uh denver also didn't do a few things correctly they 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 had some bad possessions they didn't rebound but still i was like damn i can't believe they fucking lost that game anyway i think the the heat and the celtics play tomorrow i think the heat can close it out bro tyler hero by the way yesterday scored 37 he's a rookie man he scored 37 points man hopefully the heat can close it out i'm so 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 going for the heat now like uh, celtics would be all right but if the heat beat the celtics gg see you in the nba finals Lakers, probably Lakers, even though even though i I have to remind you and in case you don't watch basketball, the Denver Nuggets, the first two rounds, they came back from three one all right, so three one they were down three one against the Utah Jazz, who wins the series, the Denver Nuggets, they were three one against they were three one down against the l a Clippers who wins the series, the Denver Nuggets, they're now down three one to the Los Angeles Lakers. And the face of the NBA, LeBron James? Who's going to win? Probably the Lakers. <laughs> but you never know. You never know. The comeback kids, right? So that's a little basketball update for you. Sorry to bore you for all the non-basketball fans. But you really should get into the NBA like I think you should. You know, one of the best ways to get into NBA is to just pick a team. And don't pick the best team. Like, don't banwhack. I mean, you could. That may, I guess that could be fun. But you should pick for a team that really sucks. Because the moment that, you know, you know, maybe five, ten years down the line, they get really good. And you've been cheering for them for ten years. Can you imagine the euphoria you would feel? You know, like the, the orgasmic, oh, you just won a uh, championship. Oh, yeah. Championship. You know? I, I feel like that would be so satisfying for me. I cheered for players, all the players I love. Most of them didn't win championships, so unfortunately, I never really got that release, man. But I would always cheer for the underdogs during the like the you know mid 2000s like when Dallas played Miami, I was cheering for Dallas. Um, when Cleveland was playing Golden State and they were down three one and they came back and won that was that was a such a amazing i honestly felt like i was from cleveland and that we deserve this I, I felt like i was part of the city but if you've never been to nba just pick a team go on nba.com find the logo you like best find the best looking player find a player who you saw a highlight once and you're like "Ooh, i like him just run with that run with it and just follow him every every time when the new okay do it next season okay when next season starts just when the when the NBA scores come out, just check. Hey, did the Charlotte Hornets win? Did the New Jersey Nets win? Oh, no, it's Brooklyn Nets now. Did the Brooklyn Nets win? Did the, you know, Indiana Pacers win? Pick a team. Pick a team. Pick the Utah Jazz. I, I actually really like the Utah Jazz. I think they're on, like, the cusp of, of maybe making it to the second or third round. They just got dicked by the Denver Nuggets this year, but... Utah Jazz might be a good team. They got a very likable team. Donovan Mitchell's a young star who has a lot, a lot, a lot of growing to do still. Maybe you'll like maybe you like the Utah Jazz. Okay. Back to back to business, man. I was supposed to talk about the Emmys last podcast, and I said it at the introduction, and like I told you, I lose my train of thought when I start think, talking about stuff, and I completely forgot. So maybe I, I just wanted to talk a little bit about that. Congratulations to Zendaya, who is the youngest winner. Of best dramatic actress or something like that for Euphoria, and I told you on this podcast I started watching Euphoria, you know, a few months ago. That show is really, really good, really good show. So I'm not going to talk any more about the Emmys, but there's a little segue from this though, because there's a comedy called Shit's Creek, S C H I T T, apostrophe S, Shit's Creek, starring uh, Eugene Levy, Levi. If you've ever watched American Pie, he plays Jim's dad. You know the cool dad, Jim's dad, uh, and his his real life son. I forgot his real life son's name. Something Levy, and the mom from Home Alone. If you ever watch first Home Alone, first Home Alone one and two with Macaulay Culkin, the mom in that is the the main wife. She's the wife of of Eugene Levy. I don't know who the daughter is though. And it's called Shit's Creek. And this final season, I think season six, just won all the Golden Globe, all the Emmys. and I are the same thing? All the Emmys for Best Actor, Best Actress, Best Supporting Actor, Best Supporting Actress in a comedy. All four. They swept it. First time, I think, in, in that Emmys history that a comedy show has swept the acting category for Schitt's Creek. So I was like, man, I'm intrigued. I got to watch it. So, I obtained a copy of Shit's Creek Season 1. Special Agent John, shout out to you. And I'm, it's I think 12 episodes. I am 10 episodes in, and that show is really, really fucking good. It's really funny. Like, it's really funny. I really like it, man. Such a good show! There's cursing in it, by the way. I don't know what channel it really airs on, because it's not on Netflix. But it's hilarious. It's hilarious, man. The the premise here, just to sell you on it, is so that the four characters, the mom, dad, son, and daughter, are filthy rich. But in the very first episode, you don't even see them being rich. The first scenes are they are getting evicted out of their house. Uh, The IRS is taking all their shit because Eugene Levy's business partner stole all their money. And now they're poor. However, plot twist, ping! The plot twist is... Sometime when, you know, when the guy was, when the dad was rich, you know, in the olden days, not olden days, but you know, he was rich, he bought a little town called, yep, you guessed it, Shit's Creek, as a joke for his son's birthday. So now that's the only piece of property slash value that they have in their life, so they have to go live there. And the, the episodes are basically them adjusting to life being, uh, well, I wouldn't say poor, well, yeah, I guess they're poor now, but adjusting from being hella rich to just living. Among, and this town is like a very, you know, uh, mid Midwest kind of cowboy. I don't even know. Is that racist? You know, the howdy partner kind of town. Very, very. It's not. They don't talk like that. But it, it, if you imagine like a town in Texas, that's what Schitt's Creek is like. So it's a really good show. I, I just obtained season two. After I finished season one, I'm probably going to dig right into it. Highly recommend if you can get a copy. Do it legally, though. <laughs> Moving on Ba-ba-ba-ba, What else did I want to say Before I get arrested by Special Agent John Um. Oh Mix Uh, oh, I already talked about that But we do have a Mix 87 out And also if you haven't caught it uh, The Lechica Another Lechica This one was really good We talked about our Rika and I talked about Our most horrifying Or our worst shit stories Like the time we had to shit the most uh it's on Halahal Sho's uh just podcast go go search for it. Dude, my story was crazy. However, since you guys are my loyal and faithful listeners and you don't care about Rika G, and you're only here to support me <laughs> I have a little side story for you as well. I don't know if I shared it on on Halo. maybe I did. My I have two shit stories. One I told on the Lecheka, but the other one I'll tell you right now. Just between you and me, okay? Just between you and me. So in case I didn't share it on Hala Hala, you'll hear it for the first time here. So, this was... The, the year was 2015. I know this. January 2015. Location. Boracay. So, as in Boracay. With my family, my friends, my cousins actually. And my uh, my good friend, Appa, who's part of Loft Crew. My, my little gang. My little tropa. Loft Crew. And... We, you know, this was just when I was just, I would eat whatever I wanted. So, you know, the breakfast was fucking buffet. So I remember I mean, we probably just ate lunch or breakfast, something like that. And I was just lying in the room, and my cousin was like, Hey, JC, we booked you guys, uh, parasailing. I think it's parasailing. The one where they, where they, they drag you from the boat and you're floating in the sky. Is that parasailing? I, I forgot what it's called. So I was like, "Man, I'm fucking full. Can I just stay here?" And they're like, "No, we already paid for it. Blah blah blah." So i are like, "Fuck! All right, let's go." And at that time, I didn't have the poops yet. However, here's the here's what happened. So the the the, the tour guide guy brings me, my friend Appa, and my cousin Andre to the to this middle of the ocean, where I think there's like a like a little raft. There's like a little raft, like a kubo, Bahai kubo, but in the middle of the water. So we're, we, we get put on there. It's like, it's like a dock. And we have to wait because the tour guy that guy or guys that we got only had one or two boats, I guess. So we're like, oh, fuck, we gotta wait. And we waited there, I swear. You can ask my friend Appa or my cousin, I It must have been like an hour. We're like, what the fuck? What are we doing here? And then the boat finally came. And at this point in time, I was already kind of feeling the little rumbles. I was like, "Oh shit, man!" Like literally, "Oh shit, man!" So anyway, the the whole the whole parasailing thing happens. I'm fucking miserable. You know, you're supposed you know you're flying in the sky, being dragged by a boat, and you see the beautiful beach. You're supposed to be, it's supposed to feel like a very calming and serene feeling. All I wanted to do was get the fuck off the the get the get back to the shore. I wanted to get back to shore. I wanted to get to the hotel because I did not want to poop. In the middle of the fucking ocean. I did not want to poop at like any local... Like you know at a at a dingy or gross place on the way... I wanted to go to the nice expensive... Well it wasn't that expensive. But it was kind of expensive. Hotel that we paid for. And shit in their bathroom. Where there's a bidet and a shower. So the whole time parasailing I was just fucking miserable bro. I couldn't enjoy it. I think I even had my camera. I didn't shoot any video. And it was just a bad time all around. So when we were done parasailing... They take us back. They take us back to the fucking Kubo in the middle of the water because we can't take that boat to the shore. I don't know why. Maybe it's a rule, and we have to wait again. We have to wait again. And at this point, I'm like, "Oh my God, guys! I gotta take a shit. I gotta poo." I was sweating. I was sweating, and it was a painful pain. It was a painful pain in my stomach. But I, I, I tried to soldier on. And then finally, the finally the boat came. You know, you ever seen Titanic? And, and Rose is blowing her whistle, and you're like, she's about to die. She feels like she's about to die. And then she, she, no, no, sorry, it's before the whistle. And then she hears the boat coming, like the guy saying, is there anyone alive or whatever? And she starts blowing the whistle. That's what it felt like. I felt like I was about to die. And then I saw the boat coming. I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna get out of here. You know, fuck Appa, my friend Appa, fuck. Andre, you know, they're pretty much my jack at this point. I would have left them in the middle of the ocean as long as I got to go take a shit. So we all got into the boat though, and we're making our way to the shore, and at this point I know it. You know, there's a point in this in, in your mind when you're when you're when you really gotta go to the bathroom, if you've ever okay, vouch for me on this. If any of you have ever peed or shit in your pants in public or just somewhere where you're not supposed to you know, well, anywhere right anywhere where you can't get to a bathroom in time there's a there's a break there's a tipping point right there's a tipping point where you're like fuck this is it it's i'm gonna do it in my pants and you you have to it's like you mentally accept what's gonna happen so you already i mean have you ever noticed that have you ever noticed when someone pees their pants they don't they don't make an instinct to even take it off they just let it happen and they just stand there frozen and sometimes they close their eyes you know what i mean so I, I've, I you know, about maybe five minutes away from the shore. I I know I know what's gonna happen. I'm not gonna make it. I'm not gonna make it, bro. I'm gonna fucking die in the iceberg. <laughs> so, so what happens next is as soon as the boat gets into the water, it's like an action movie. I don't even, you know how sometimes, you know how for if you're not really a, uh, swimmer or something. They put that wooden board so that you can disembark from the boat onto, like, lower water or lower shore or ground on, onto the ground. I said, fuck all that. And I, as soon as I, it was safe enough for me to jump, I jumped into the water like a fucking action star. And, ladies and gentlemen, I dropped a deuce in the, in the whatever, what ocean is Baray Pacific? It might, my, my shit is somewhere floating in one of the seven seas. right? All right. I took my pants down. I, I, I swam to a place where there wasn't anyone there. And I dropped the deuce. But it was like in pellets. that makes sense? <laughs> I dropped the deuce, bro. And when I, I did not know because, you know, science and whatever. I've never shit in the ocean. I doubt many people have. But when you do it, that shit floats to this fucking surface, man. <laughs> so I guess it's not as dense as the ocean water. And it was... And you know what? It wasn't that bad because you're in the ocean. So basically it's like a it's like a one it's like a never ending bidet when you're in there. I mean you've peed in the pool, right? You've peed in the ocean before. It's like that. At first you feel kinda sick doing it, but once it clears your pathway, once you swim away from it, or once you know you don't feel it anymore, you just it's like everything goes back to normal. So that was my second worst shit story. Both were equally painful, but the one I told on Lechaka and Halal was so because that was in public. Like, I mean, not that the beach wasn't in public, but I, at least I could hide. I, you know, I could hide in the water. This, this one, I almost. I mean, just listen to it. Listen to it. So yeah, how do we get to that topic? Oh, because I was plugging Hello Yeah, listen to Hala guys. <laughs> um, yeah. So Shits Creek. What else? What did I want to say? Oh, um, on Netflix, I watched the awarding ceremony for Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle won the Mark Twain Award for Comedy and if you're a dave Chappelle fan you should check it out but if you're not a dave Chappelle fan don't watch it yet watch his specials the, unfortunately his early specials which were like from the year 2000 are not online or no, they're not on netflix but the, his most recent ones where he partnered with netflix are and both are really really good really really good uh i think his older stuff is a little bit better but this is really good and I remember when I was younger, this was like 2000, right? 2001. So there was no fast internet. So watching the Dave Chappelle special was was I remember my 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 friend uh from high school, his name was Josh, rest in peace my friend Josh. He downloaded or something. He got a copy on this bootleg disc and it was like a fuzzy and we watched it in his room and we were dying. It was so funny, man. Even though it's choppy and whatever. Because, like, you know, stand-up, you don't really need the best picture quality. You just have to listen for the most part. It was so good. But, yeah, Dave Chappelle, highly recommend his stand-up comedy. Uh, one of my favorite stand-up comedians. Bill Burr also. Bill Burr is really, really funny. Uh, like you have you've probably know, I'm a huge fan of his podcast. Uh, I, I did watch one recently as well because I started on YouTube. I randomly came across some clips of Ricky Gervais. Ricky Gervais uh, being an asshole like a funny asshole. So, you know, they they brought up clips. If you ever seen this Golden Globe like or is it the Emmys? I don't know. One of those award shows where he hosted, he's just like letting he's just throwing zingers left and right, burns everybody. As in he 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 hates on everyone. So, I was like, "Man, I haven't seen you know, I've never seen a Ricky Jerry's uh stand-up sh- uh show. You know, I've seen some of his movies like the the truth of the invention of lying. I've seen The Office, the British version. Uh, I've seen his one show on Netflix where it's not really a comedy. It's kind of a comedy, but he plays a guy who lost his wife, so it's more serious. I forgot what it's called. It was pretty good. But I watch his stand-up. It's called Humanity. Ricky Gervais' Humanity. It's really fucking funny, guys. So if there's something that you want... I know a lot of you listen for my recommendations. Please go watch Ricky Gervais' Humanity and and watch Dave Chappelle's stand-up comedy. It's good. It's good. It's it's really relatable. Because, you know, observational comedians are fucking hilarious. <sighs> yeah. So, oh, that, that's another thing I wanted to share, by the way. not Nothing to do with comedy. I don't know why I said, oh, I, I bought a new game. Bought a new video game. Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2. I think I talked about it last week or two weeks ago. I said I was going to get it. I finally fucking got it because I got my controller, my Xbox con- controller from Lazada not a shameless plug but there is a link in the podcast and on halal if you want to shop on lazada just use that link all right help us out a little bit so i got an xbox controller and you don't have to get xbox i'm just saying like you can use that link and shop for anything and we'll get like some affiliate marketing something like that help a brother out all right so i got the i got my xbox one controller from lazada it shipped all the way from china so tbh i don't know if that shit is real or not but it, it feels okay feels good feels solid solid build Looks like it came in a box that looks original, so uh, I'm really happy about it. So I was able to buy the 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 game I wanted, Tony Hawk Pro Skater, and I I have almost finished Tony Hawk because it's one and two, Tony Hawk Pro Skater one and two. It's it's bundled in one pack, and I have almost finished Tony Hawk Pro Skater one. Like I finished almost all the challenges. There's just a few that I have to get. Uh, that are really challenging. It's so fun. The create a skater mode is so dope. You can level up your skater customizing him my guy looks like a fuck boy it's so good it's so good man if you've ever played tony hawk pro skater like when you were younger i highly highly recommend it it's on ps4 it's on xbox if you're a pc player you now have no excuses but i don't know how you would play it on a keyboard that must be awful i think you have to like get a d-pad or a gamer game game pad to play it but please, I highly recommend it. There was a deluxe edition. I opted not to get it because the only additions were like extra, um, what do you call it? Cosmetics for your player, which I don't really care about too much. But I played it. It's so so good. I forgot how much like I really really enjoyed playing that when I was young. My favorite, my favorite, uh, my favorite maps. Uh, there's so many. Like school is great. The San Francisco map is fucking awesome as well. It's just a really good, really good game. I, I'm not going to start Pro Skater 2 until I finish every single challenge in Pro Skater 1. And on top of that, not just the level challenges. There are challenges, like, within challenges. So, uh like, how many... You pop a b- blank amount of tricks and you can unlock a board. Or you can unlock some XP. Get some dollars for the store. Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Such a good game, guys. Dude, everything I recommend is so fucking good, man. I don't know why... You, why people hate on my? A lot of people hate on my taste on uh stuff. <laughs> uh, I, I get people like, dude, that movie sucks. I'm like, no, that movie's fucking awesome. Case and point, the movie Real Steel was probably my favorite movie that came out. Whenever that movies came, whatever, whenever that movie came out, 2011. That movie is so good. Real Steel with Hugh Jackman and the annoying kid who reminds me of Anakin Skywalker in phantom menace such a good movie and it also has um what's her name man uh ant-man and the wasp the wasp girl lost i know her as kate because that's her name on lost i forgot her name she's a hot babe she's also in real steel good movie man you know it's a good movie ninja turtles the michael bay ones one and two fucking awesome movies but they got critically panned but i like them All right. What else? What else did I want to share with you guys? What else did I want to share with you guys? Um, Oh, uh, I was looking online and I found this very interesting. Uh, Kind of related to superheroes since we talk about Ant-Man and the Wasp. There is a guy in real life who's like a real life daredevil. I somehow, I don't know how I came across it. I think it might have been just like a clickbait thing that I saw on a on an Instagram or a TikTok or something. His name is Daniel Kish, D A N I E L K I S H, and he legit can ride a. He's blind, but he can ride a bike by clicking his mouth like this, or something like that. And he can like echolocation. He's like a bat. He can see quote unquote see by using the sound around him so yes he superhuman hero it's crazy man it's crazy so i looked into him and uh you know on his wikipedia you know take it for what it is he's a human expert in echolocation and the president of world access for the blind i don't know what that is it's a not it's a non-profit org founded by kish to facilitate the self-directed achievement of people with all forms of blindness um his organization has taught a form of echol- echolocation to at least 500 blind children around the world. So there are at least 500 daredevils across planet Earth, boys and girls. Isn't it crazy what the human race can do? Like, it's crazy, man. Like, it's crazy. There are some people out there that just can do the craziest shit. Uh, you know, besides uh, you know besides backflips and 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 all the all the all the Olympians who can do superhuman things. There's there's got to be someone out there that just does something that no one in the world can do. You ever see that spider monkey guy? I saw it. there's this, uh, there's a show called Stanley's Super Humans or something and there's one guy who could climb walls like Spider-Man with his bare hands, I think. I remember if I remember correctly. What a freak. A cool freak. I don't mean to say that in a derogatory way, like but that, you know, when you see that you're like that's a fucking freak, bro. He's climbing the walls. That's crazy. I would love that power. And then and then there's that there's those people who have superhuman memory that can remember every single detail of their life, which sounds awful, but at the same time sounds pretty cool. If you could like have a, a function. I read somewhere. There's one story of one, I think, guy or girl who had it, and I was reading their description or how they describe having that uh perfect memory. The one that I like is someone had it where it was like a videotape that they could rewind and pause and play. I mean, that's how you would imagine it, right? If you if you could go back in your own life, you'd rewind to a time, pause it at the exact moment you want to stop, and live it out. I think that would be really cool. What would suck is if the memories are just all bombarded in your head and you just all the memory, all the shit is just overflowing. That would be awful. So if you ever ask for a superpower, make sure you know you know when you get a genie. You can fuck up your wishes by just being so general. You got to be specific as fuck for that. Anyway, Daniel Kish. Really look into him. There's YouTube videos. I, I, I spent like maybe an hour or two just looking into him. It's crazy. It's so crazy. Like there's a part of his brain that that uh, actually is really involved with the echolocation. So he like heightened that part of his brain or something or because he kept doing it it really developed that part of his brain so in 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 respect or in in theory we all have this crazy ability i guess but we just have to hone it you know imagine right now or if you let's say you just had a baby or if i just had a baby i would probably close that little fucker's eyes and just tell him to click <laughs> to find his food <laughs> just kidding but that would be crazy right you could you could literally become superhuman you just have to kind of be forced into i mean most superhumans are, are are become superheroes because of some extraordinary circumstances so i guess that's why we're not all daredevils with echolocation but that's really cool go look into it daniel kish man it's 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 crazy and just while you're at it just go look up stanley let me look at the name of that show Stanley Superhumans. It ran for three seasons. Um, it's crazy, man. I know I've said crazy a lot, but it really is. If you watch those episodes, it was on what channel? It was on History Channel. Uh huh. And let's see, list of episodes. Okay, let me just read you some of the crazy, crazy. I keep saying crazy. Unbelievable. Let me read you some of the unbelievable feats of superhuman humanness. So there's a guy in India who can withstand being shocked by electricity thirty times the amount that can kill an ordinary man. What? Do how did you even figure? How did that guy figure it out? Did he just fall into a, a like a, a pool of water and then a huge electric tank fell in and he just survived and he's like, you know what? I think I could survive 30 times the amount of a normal man could take. That guy's crazy. Crazy again, man. Synonyms for crazy. Synonyms for crazy. I'm gonna start using different words. Insane. Uh, what else? Insane. Nutty. Oh, that's a really white boy thing to say. That's so nutty. Cuckoo. Okay, insane, nutty, cuckoo. Gaga. Okay. So Scott Flansburg of San Diego, a human calculator who can perform complex arithmetic in his head, that's not that nutty. You know, we've seen Asian kids doing that. You know, memorizing pi to 10,000 digits. Juan Ruiz of Los Angeles, a blind man who can see the world around him with echo like location, all just like Daniel Kish. And Dennis Rogers of Houston, the strongest man in the world. Isn't the Mountain the strongest man in the world? Guy on Game of Thrones. Okay, uh, there's another episode. Episode 2. There's a guy in Las Vegas named Bob Munden who has a Wikipedia page about him. So he must be legit. The fastest and most accurate gunslinger alive. So he's kind of like Deadshot. There's a guy in Finland whose body can withstand near boiling temperatures. See, that I could figure out. Uh, The boiling temperatures. He probably was making a cup of coffee. He probably spilled it on his arm. And he's like, oh, that feels nice and cozy. But the electricity guy, how do you even how do you even test that? At what point in your life in your existence are you like, "I want to shock myself with thirty times the amount of voltage that could kill a man and see if I survive It doesn't make any sense. So how do they figure it out? There's a Shaolin monk who uh, does a one inch punch. There's a guy in Denver who can survive a thirty five foot belly flop into one foot of water thirty five feet into one foot of water so one foot is like a puddle right huh that's crazy that's nutty sorry that's gaga anyway I'm not gonna go through this list but you should watch that show I remember I never caught every single episode but every time because we had history channel in the states so when it was on I would watch it and I'd just be like that's freaking demented great show but I haven't watched it all. Damn! I've talked for 30 minutes about superhumans, and what else did I talk? See, I always, whenever I label these podcasts, I always forget what to what to put in the show notes because I always forget what I talk about. I haven't written it down here, but I, I don't. I write, you know, I have notes here, not a script, but I have little bullet points, and sometimes I forget what what did I talk about this already? Did I do it on Hola Halo, Halo? Did I not do it? Like, last last uh, Tuesday, the Emmys were on my list, and I completely fucking forgot about it. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's the podcast, guys and girls. Go watch Ricky Gervais' Humanity. Go watch some Dave Chappelle. I'm about to watch Enola Homes. I'm going to watch it tomorrow. It's the one with Millie Bobby Brown. And I think the guy from Hunger Games, the hot guy from uh, the guy whose legs are broken in that one movie with the girl from Game of Thrones I forgot the name of the movie You Before Me Me Before You I think that's what it's called I think he's in it I don't know who else is in that Enola Holmes but it looks really good looks like a fun the the story is about Sherlock Holmes' sister and I think she solves the crime I don't know but I'll watch anything with uh, Millie Bobby Brown I think she's a great rising star yep uh yeah yeah yeah. that's it that's it that's it that's it that's it happy weekend everyone thank you to everyone who listens to this podcast and to hala hala show keep it up we we have been getting a good amount of listeners lately like more than the usual more than per use so hopefully it bleeds into other podcasts in the podcast network asia hopefully you listen to me if it's your first time listening to me and you made it here how are you did you like it (laughs) ah you ended up here you know i cannot convince i don't know how i would convince anyone to listen like if you're a first time listener and you made it to this part of the podcast kudos to you because i probably would have stopped after i bored your ears off bored you to death at the nba basketball talk that had zero context pretty much um yeah that's it enjoy Take it easy. Follow my Instagrams. So I have it, I have both of them now. I think listed on the episode show notes. I will list them after I post this up there. And um, just click the link for Lazada if you're going to shop on Lazada. Just click on the link that I'm going to post there because it help gives Rika and I some a little bit of cha ching when you shop. A little affiliate marketing help a brother and sister out. And I'll catch you all next week. It's still September, right? Yeah, next week. So last few episodes of September. And that's it. I love you guys. And I'll see you all. Catch you all. Crazy all. Nutty all. Say it with me. Later. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.